Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Alexander Graham Bell suggested answering the phone with ahoy. Ahoy. Ahoy, which is now how I will answer, <laughs> the, phone answer the phone no way for the rest on. of forever. All right. Ahoy, oh. disgust speaking. Ahoy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 49 of the, 49. Whiskey, of the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast. We are your hosts, Matt. I'm Gus. Today is November 28th. We are joining you, <laughs> still slightly hungover from a weekend of celebrating with family, and friends, and alcohol, and copious amounts of food, and hunting, Please say something. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> we hope that that's what we're joining you from. We're actually pre-recording. Well, obviously, we're not recording at 6 a.m. when this comes out on Monday mornings. Also, that should be noted. We do an episode every Monday. Every. Yeah. We've missed one, but we didn't really miss it. You just didn't pay to hear it. Yeah, it was you, just rough. You weren't. <sighs> you didn't want to be on the Patreon, so pa- you don't get to listen. Patreon. Sorry for our mess here. I'm going to clean it up. This is just so you can see it. This is our original smoker block. First one we ever made. To be f- yeah. To be fair, it's the first one that passed, like, we oh, could QC, sell this. yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is the first one probably, available. I don't know, 20 that, I, that were like, eh. Well, you remember how long it took me to get that right? <laughs> I do. Yeah. But this one, just so you wonder, because we get asked all the time how long they last. This has been over a year, and it's yep. mine personally so you know it gets used a lot an f ton a metric f ton did you drink a lot why well, uh <laughs> you entertain a lot my your doctor dining, listens to this your dining room 
Yeah, I entertain a lot. Is set up to entertain people. He if doesn't you, have a he doesn't have a formal dining room. If his, you come to my house, yeah, that's right. His dining room is set up as an open bar, bar yeah. seating area. That's what he does. He has friends over and they hang out and he entertains. He makes a lot of cocktails for folks. Mostly the neighbors. But yes. But a lot of folks. A lot of folks. If you come to my house, you never had a smoke cocktail, you're getting one. And, and this is the block <laughs> I use. But yeah, this is the and a tier, and I even hate that it left the house, but we used it for our video today. Oh, look, that's how bad it was, remember? That I redid it. That's right. Yeah. We had problems with the branding. But yeah, if you've never seen how we use it, we're not going to show you. You can watch the video on our YouTube channel, yeah. which, by the way, you should subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all the latest updates. Yes. And we also, we're right now, Black Friday is live, and um, if we haven't sold out yet, we have the gingerbread old-fashioned cocktail mixer. We got a limited amount. These are only made once a year. Not the easiest to get. However, you can get them, but we um, we are we are pushing those out right now. Yeah. Get you some, and that's the end of these cocktails that we made earlier. Mm. I really wish sometimes, like in moments like this, that we had a place where I could just toss this and listen here. Break. Well, we discussed that on on an early episode. I got asked today if somebody were to start listening to our podcast, where should they start? Yeah, and I said I said around twenty, but I feel like that's even too late. I don't know. I mean, it's. The problem is, it's people have to understand that we started this podcast just like any other podcast. We were kind of figuring it the fuck out as we were going, yeah. And so, you know, we hit our stride somewhere halfway through. I'm doing this for Deacon and Dina's. Uh. <laughs> anyway, what are we gonna drink today? All right, today we are doing episode two of. The worst shit I have at my house. <laughs> That's a better way to put it. <laughs> we t- I basically took everything. If you missed the last episode, I took everything that I don't like and poured it into these things and labeled it. And as you know from previous episodes, anytime I do blinds, I try and get nice and toasty so I don't remember what they are. Last week, I kind of remembered a few of them, but now it's all gone. I don't remember anything that's in here. But I know that all of these are things... I personally didn't like, and yeah. I most of them you've had, and you also did not like. So just pick a pick a bottle. Don't worry about numbers. Just pick a bottle. I'm gonna pick the one closest to me because I'm lazy. Number two, and you picked three. Three. Wow, right next to each other. Let me get this couple more glasses here. Also, this week, Gus has finally moved. The mic stands onto this shelf, so you can't hear all the sound. Isn't that nice? Yes. Okay. All right. Two is on my side, on the right, on my right. All right. Yeah, evenly distribute the nastiness. (laughs) We also got a new... Cover here. Put it right here. Oh, that's right. Sorry. We got a new cover here. Compliments of, I think your wife went shopping for us. Yeah. Well, I was just explaining kind of what I was, the conundrum I was in and why I was moving mic stands. And I was explaining to her that I, we needed something to dampen the sound on this because our whiskey and white, our whitetail hide was just not the best thing. It wasn't, it was distracting and I couldn't stop petting it. So I, I, I don't know. I described something and she found this and we, I thought we'd give it a, give it a test run, see how we liked it. Give the old college try. Yeah. I like it. I was worried so what it would look like, but yeah, I, I don't I know do how I do like this black and white. And we also went red this week. Yeah. Changing it up. Trying new yeah. things. So you're going to 
We're going to drink the same one, right? We also moved this back into focus. Yeah, we're drinking the same one. So this is number two. Two. Oh, I got to get my little handy dandy. All right. And I think I sufficiently explained what we're doing here. These are the worst whiskeys of 2021 that I had at my house, and I didn't want them in my house anymore. And I thought, what better way to get rid of them? So if this is your favorite whiskey, we do not apologize. And if you own this whiskey, we don't apologize for that either. Why would we apologize for not liking a whiskey? No, I mean, a lot of pages won't say they don't like something because they think, hold on, let's do this first before I get on this tangent. Soapbox has been placed, folks. <laughs> That's my only tangent this episode. I'm going to be... He's stretching before he steps on. I'm going to be better. They like the soapboxes. This this looks dark, and it looks like it should have uh, a complex or a very noticeable... That's the right word, nose, but it is very underwhelming. Yeah, there's not a lot here. I mean, I can smell either the I've ethanol. Been, either I've been breathing in too much sawdust making products, or there's just not a whole there's lot just not a, I can smell ethanol Yeah, and, like, the hint of what you would call whiskey, but as far as that, it, the nose, it's, it, I'm going to give it a one. It's terrible. Fuck. Immediate mouthfeel, it's hot. Hot enough to make me say the F word. That's coming from a guy that likes high proof stuff. Yeah, this is this doesn't taste high proof. It just tastes like nasty. It's got a weird long finish. Yeah, it just lingers there. What is that? It's I don't like, know. Dirty socks. Is it sock? <sighs> Do a Kentucky chew and see if you can not make a face. <laughs> like the don't. The, uh, I watched you know what it. it smells like? It smells like when you're when you cook something, or not smells taste. The taste reminds me of the smell of Tokyo. Open your mouth and breathe in. Yeah, Daddy. The taste reminds me of the smell I get when I when I use cast iron skillet and I cook something in it, and then I want to get all the bits up, and I use crappy whiskey and I dump it in there because if you don't know how that, you can clean the hell out of cast iron skillet with that. That that smell that comes off of it is like, ugh. That is what that tastes like. I don't look, man. There's not a lot of. We really did it with this group. I do not like whatever this is. There's is the worst thing. There's I've not in a, a long lot time. of whiskeys that I drink and go. No thanks. Like usually, I I'll just I'll fit. I'm, I'm going to finish this. I'll finish both of these both of these drinks, but not ugh. willingly. Dude. <clears throat> okay. What was I going to soapbox? Oh, uh. Other other pages and other uh, channels not being willing to shit on whiskeys they don't like. Yeah. So you remember back in the day when we had another company and we were trying to do paid hunts? Yeah. And we see people with sponsorships with places like Matthew's Bows or, or whatever. And so we started getting our way into that world. So if you ever look at paid hunters, people that are sponsored and are on TV and all that stuff, when you look at them and you think these guys must be – Rolling in the dough. They're sponsored by Matthews, sponsored by Hoyt, whatever. So we finally got our nose wet in the industry and came to find out that when you get that sponsorship, all you get is maybe a free bow. They don't pay anyone, like nobody. Nobody gets money from Matthews. Nobody gets money from Hoyt. They just don't. They, They get free equipment, and then they have to shout them out all the time. So 
the way I'm looking at the whiskey thing is when I look at these pages that are like, oh, that's good, blah, blah, you should use it for this. And if they absolutely hate it, it's the worst shit ever. Like, you know, this would make a good old-fashioned. It's like, but we just made an old-fashioned out of Blanton's. That made a good old-fashioned. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but it's, I look at it the same way. Even if I'm wrong, I'm still going to look at it the same way. It doesn't matter if you suck up to these brands and say they're the best ever. They're never going to pay you no. for drinking their stuff. They're never, they may send you free bottles once in a while, yeah. but to us, neither of us care about that. So well, here's, the, here's the thing though, what you or I think, because we don't always agree for sure. And for what sure. you, he and I think doesn't necessarily agree with what you may like, right? Yeah. The, the whole the taste is subjective. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is true, right? It is, it's an easy cop out whenever you don't like something or, or you're not getting the same notes that everyone else in the room is getting. Yeah. But at the same time, that particular whiskey you don't like from that distiller or that company Probably has something else you like just fine. It's probably. not like you're shitting on the company as a whole. You just don't happen yeah, right. to like that spirit, and that's okay. Like, yeah. why, why is that a bad thing? That's why we're not concerned about it. We're going to give you our honest opinions on this stuff. And somebody out there probably likes this. And, like, I'm talking on my ass right now. Uh, you know, I could we could reveal this, and I'm like, oops. Because we do know some distillers and, and, rep, and like some of their products and like them as people. So I hate to sit here and say... But, <laughs> but taste anyone who drinks whiskey long enough knows that you can open a bottle and love it and then hate it halfway through the bottle or vice versa. Well, it's I will just say the way whiskey goes. All the ones I picked are bottles that I opened and hated and then tried to like over coming and months. Still no dice. And still, I just don't like it. All right. Number trace three. This smells. These are my notes. This smells like it went bad. Really? Not whiskey. It smells like something went bad. Like dirty dishwater almost? Oh, man. It has like a, like a, no. You know what it reminds me of? When someone leaves a wet sponge too long. That's what it is. Wet sponge on the nose. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Wet sponge. It's not necessarily d- dirty dishwash. Or maybe, it, or maybe when you leave clothes in the washer too long. And then get mildewy. See, I get musty on that on some dusty bottles that yeah. I like. Really? I don't get that on this, but I do get wet sponge. God, don't you hate it when that happens too? Man. So, fun trick at work, back when I used to be in an actual office all the time, I get so irritated with people in the office leaving the sponge wet at the communal area to do dishes. I would bring my own sponge and bring it back and forth to my desk. Yeah. I don't blame you. Anyways. I used to do that with toilet paper until I joined the army and then I was like, eh, as long as it's not my hand. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I'm afraid to taste this. Mm. Oh, it's just fucking puked. I don't think I can drink that. What is that? I don't know, but Taste-wise, it's better than that other one. Are you serious? I, that almost made me gag. No, th- that wasn't that bad for me. That is not good. Well, let's trade. I'll take yours of that. You take this. All right. Done. Well, no, because we got to guess. Which one do you like? We have to. doesn't matter. I like we can the say sec- they're both bad and just put them both in the worst yeah, whiskey we can, ever category. Yeah, if we don't, that, that's what we'll do. If we don't unanimously agree. Then they both go because this almost made me puke, and I couldn't. I mean, Jaeger makes me almost puke, and that's that's the. <laughs> well, let's see what they are. I'm curious what they are, and then right, we'll yeah. put them both both on the shelf. If it's not unanimous, they they don't both carry over to the next. So they year. both go to the. They suck. Yeah. All right. Yep. This will be fun. 
<laughs> Show me before you say it. Nope. <laughs> Number two is the uh, Oak and Eden Spire. The one where they put the, I think, I'll have to look for them because um, I hit them so I didn't look at them. Number two, now let me just grab it. So ignore this. Oh, shit. I don't want to. I can't show the bottle. All right. This was a. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. Actually, I don't care. This is a this is a, a local pick. Here's the problem with the Spire Select whiskeys from Oak and Eden. When, when they put the wood in there. It continues to age. Yeah. So if this has sat on my shelf all year open, it it probably was meant, and that's probably, that's, you know what that is, is they, they should have known better. They should have known that if they put that chunk of wood inside this bottle, that over time it would become over-oaked or over whatever yeah. kind of wood it is. This is American oak. So it became over-oaked. Too much tannins in it. That's why we don't like it. Yeah, because I remember, I recall liking this when we when we opened I it and tried it the too. first time. So this is a bottle you have to buy and drink immediately. And that's something that the marketing team, somebody should have known that. They thought it was a cool idea. Yeah. Or it's a marketing ploy, and they're like, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. And so number, <laughs> number three. Are we batting a 1,000 here? Number three was Basil Hayden Toast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I don't. I don't like it at all. Whatever. Basil Hayden is not uh, – the old stuff is pretty good. Yeah, I don't mind the old stuff. The tenure that we we have yeah. used in blinds, the yeah. Basil Hayden tenure is really good. The regular Basil Hayden, I look at it as like the entry man's fancy whiskey. Sure. Because when we were entry man, the fancy whiskey was Basil Hayden because it's a cool-ass bottle. It's got this little metal ring on it, yep. and it's got the, the label that doesn't fit, and people like it. And also, when we were learning about it and introducing – it's not an age statement. Right, you know. Well, think about how many boardrooms we've been to in the in our corporate world where they had Basil Hayden in there. Almost all, a lot of them. Yep. Almost everyone I've been into. I mean, I've worked at places where that was a bar staple, and that's what everybody drank at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the worst whiskeys of this episode. So I think this is almost not fair because of the spire. Yeah, it's not really. It's not a fair judgment. I didn't. Let's paper, rock, scissors. If we put it in there. If I win, we put it in. If you win, we leave it out. Only because it's not fair. And neither is paper, rock, scissors. Okay. So it's one, two, three, shoot, you go and shoot. One. one. Huh? One, two, three, shoot? Yeah, you go and shoot. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. Holy shit. <laughs> one, two, three, shoot. All right. So it's, it's it, you saved it because I wanted it to go in. That's right. So you saved it. All right. Which is good because I didn't really want to drink that again, even though I'm drinking it again. <laughs> Damn, now I got like a double pour over here. Enjoy. All right, we're also doing something new this episode. We're trying to figure out segments, right? And so this segment, which segment we're we going to go with first? Uh, let's just get the plug out of the way. So we're going to do the plug of the week, and then we'll probably come up with a nifty song something that, that we play jingle. a jingle. A so sound. You, you play it, and then that's how you know it's the plug of the week. Wow. wow. Yeah. We'll tell you something exciting. Yeah. So who is – you picked it. I didn't uh, do it. So who's this yeah. week's plug of the week? Oh, wait. Plug of the week means it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a product, yeah. uh, Instagram page, Facebook page, a uh, local store, a store that we ran across on travels. Something you, you – a, a new beer you came across, a new yeah. – it could be anything and and everything. doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Just something you want to talk about or plug that you found. We want to talk have, about. This is ours. We our found our segment. 
that we want to share with you. So that's that's it. This week, it's the Go Wild app. I know a, uh, a lot of people have t- <laughs> have talked about it or have uh, have joined it, but if you have not, um, I really recommend you go sign up, get yourself involved on the platform. Man, it is really cool. So I signed us up uh, a month ago. I forget when we had the conversation. And they have a really cool thing. The more you interact on the platform, the more points you get. And as you gain points, they give you prizes. Oh, really? They give you, I have a free shirt coming. I'll probably maybe hang it up in here or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'll just wear it since you kept the good black rifle coffee hat. I only got one. Okay, I offered I'm you get, six shirts for this hat. Six medium shirts. It would take three of them to fit. Yeah, thanks, Black Rifle, for the <laughs> hat and six medium shirts. Um, but they uh, they give you discount codes, so it's, it's a unique platform in that they have big outdoor brands that have collaborated with the application, and you can shop inside the app. So if you're interested in a, a new Vortex uh, optic or rangefinder or set of glass, you can shop through the app, and as you're building up points, they reward you with with stuff. So I have 25% off a Vortex order right now if I wanted to, or if we wanted to. Oh, that's good to know. There's things like that, that that they reward you for posting your trophies, for you know commenting on things and making making posts. So right now, we, we, we're on there as Whiskey and Whitetails. I post our podcast. Uh, I post you know stuff that we post throughout the week. Is this the app stuff. they were talking about? I think so, yes. It's the Go Wild app. I've talked with and had some back and forth with the uh, the founder, one of the co-founders, about some of our products. That's a, a long back and forth kind of thing. Which would be, it would be cool to be able to get some of those on their platform. But the reason that the, the guy started it and the, why I, I thought it was cool to talk about is something that I think all of us have encountered at some point or another on these other social media platforms, and that is ignorant and uneducated hate from other groups. And so it was to the point in his personal experience where he was getting uh, death threats about stuff he was posting for hunting. Uh, Two of the dozens were so serious that he had to get the FBI involved and then involved his, I think family. Wow. And so he reached a point where he had had enough of not being able to share and interact with like-minded people in the hunting community. So he got with some folks and found it go wild so that we would have a place to go to as censorship and other things continue to get worse. And I'm not going to get on a political rant here. Just know that the go, the go wild app is a place you can go to share all those things. Your gripping grins, if that's what you want to do, whether it's photography related to wildlife hunting, whatever, whatever your thing is, it's accepted there and you're not going to get shit from anyone else. And when you do, when those people that do make their way in, they are quickly, found and, and removed. So my question was the, cause there was, those guys had told us to join yeah. some app and I went and joined one and we already had one. Yeah. Is that the conversation you and I had? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to shout these guys out real quick then. The, it's a group chat that we're in. There's a lot of people in it, but Dom, Bowhunter Planet, Dustin Dottillo, Florida Boy Outfitters, Bird Dog, Buzz B. Lower Florida Box Hunt Moxie Monster White Tail Soda Fam Southern Leafer Western Tex We Wicked North Working Man Bow Hunter. Um, those guys are all. They told me to get in there, and okay. I didn't realize that you had already done it. Yeah, but Dom is apparently really trying to do a lot of stuff in there and really kind of help guide, like the direction of that. Okay, 
And yeah, and that's all I hear is positive things about how you can get in there and, and not be bashed on. But also, yeah, the, yeah. they talk about the the algorithms for Instagram. Anything whitetail hunting, blah yep. blah blah related. It's it all gets suppressed. Yeah. Yep. And, and they then, were saying that that app is going wild right now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's going. It's really awesome. Like, yeah. and and it's fun getting on there and actually being able to see what you're what you're there to look for and what you're interested in yeah. so it's and it's it's all over the place whether it's fishing hunting of all kinds uh, you know there's a there's a when you make a post in there you can actually select what it is you want to post about and when you when i select podcast for example uh it will query the various podcast repositories and it finds our podcast for us and i can link the exact episode to share mm. with people it's really cool that is cool awesome well there you go that is Episode 49's plug of the week. The Go Wild app. Go Wild app. And you can Check get that, I'm guessing, everywhere. Yeah, you just search it up and, uh, as the kids say, search it up in the app store. And then when you get there. Siri or whoever the hell, I don't know. Follow us. Yeah, give us a shout. Is it Send so us a at, message. At I think so, yeah. I don't know. They're, I think they all are. I think that's like a universal thing that someone decided, like, we're going we're gonna to put the ampersand in front of names. Okay. Well, then ampersand whiskey and whitetails when you get there. Add us a friend request and we'll follow you back. Cool. What's the next segment, sir? So not so much a segment, but the next thing that I had in mind was a two-part question. One for hunting, one for whitetails. And okay. That's something I want people to think about in their head while we discuss it also. But what is the range and maybe preferred price of, like, if you're going to scenario, we leave – we're going on a hunting trip. We should. We don't bring bottles with us because we know we could. We know enough that we can find good stuff wherever we go. Yep. So you walk into a, and you know you're probably gonna have to leave this bottle there. There's no way we're gonna finish it during the hunting trip. Right. So when you show up and you go to the liquor store and like, I need to get a bottle for tonight for the weekend. Um, what price range do you look at? Well, knowing, knowing what we know, what I know, what's readily available, what's a solid kind of go-to whiskeys that you can find. It's probably going to be something between 16 and 30 bucks in that, yeah. in that $15 in that swing scenario. in that, in that right. scenario. Yeah. So same question, but now it's at your house. Like you need a bottle for the shelf that it's like when you come home from work and you can drive, like on the way home from work, sometimes you think finished, you, you think cold beer would yeah. be nice, you know, but like I want this. Yeah. Something you can get excited about on the way right. home to drink. You polish off a bottle. Now you want to replace it. What's something, Not even that. To, something like, to look forward to coming yeah, home to? Something to look forward to coming home to. What price range are you in there? Because then, you know, this is your bottle. Nobody else is going to drink it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I don't know. I, I have several of those at the house. I've spent 80. I've spent 120 on some of them. I think 80, I think 60 to 80 yeah. is kind of where I'm at. Because, like, the $30, I'm a, I'm a daily drink. No, I don't daily drink, but I'm a daily drinker, as they say, at the $30 range. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm looking forward to having this. However... That I cannot stop talking about that Booker's. Mm-hmm. There's something weird that happens. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but I think it's just marketing and just business. But in that thirty to sixty range that we sort of glossed over, it seems to be where there's a lot of stuff that is craft. It's not not a lot of it's made, so it's marked up, but it's not necessarily very good yeah. whiskey. At least it, not to me. So you find a lot of things in that thirty to sixty dollar range that are just like you kind of have to. As you're if as you're working through, you kind of have to 
push through that little ceiling area. I'm not saying all whiskeys in that in that yeah. range are bad, but there's a lot that just aren't that great that so, seem yeah, to fall like in that range. Forty and below, there's a lot I like. Forty to sixty because we did that blunt. There's not a lot in there. Yeah, but yeah, I think above sixty, there there's some good stuff in there. And then I think, I think. 100 to 150, that's a wider range. But I yeah. think in there, there's a lot of stuff that's not that good either. Oh, 100%. I think, I think there's a lot of things that cost Absolutely. more than $100 that are not good and should be below 100 Yeah, there are many that I would, before I paid 140 or $150 for, I would go back and buy three or four bottles yeah, of other ones. For sure. Good deal. I think we're on the same page as that. So we'd like to know your idea. Throw that in the comments on on what you think is a good range for just go with the at home. I'm excited to drink it. Yep. So now the now the second part of this question, because it's wildly different. <laughs> so we've discussed that price range. So now hunting gear, same thing. If yep. you're flying somewhere and somebody's like, "Hey, you want to go for a hunt?" You're like, "Should I didn't bring any hunting gear?" What are you going to go buy? You're going to go buy what price range? Well, what are, are we hunting? You, just white tail deer. White tail deer. I mean, there's a lot of things to consider and ask. I mean, we're, I'm just, I'm throwing you in a in my I got a hang on tree stand. You can use my you bow. Go. Okay, and you've practiced with the bow. What are you gonna yeah. wear in the hang on tree stand? I'm probably just gonna go to Walmart and buy some cheap mossy oak or yeah, cheapest thing you can get. Right? Yeah, it doesn't have to be expensive. You want to know why? Because yes. deer don't see the way we think they do. But if you're at home and you got to go to the hunt club and people see you, well, here's the thing: <laughs> it's less about other people seeing. And it's a lot more about quality and comfort. Because I can tell you right now, the pair of mossy oak, 100% cotton pants, je- you know, jean type Won't pants that, year. that you buy. <laughs> oh, they will. They'll probably make it 15 years. You think so? But they stay stiff as cardboard yeah, for the whole 15 years. They make a years, ton of noise. And they're not comfortable. Whereas I know that your Sitka gear is, is, is comfortable. I know that the first light gear that we invested in for our, our Western hunts is comfortable. It's durable. It, we spent a lot of money. And several years later, that stuff is still yeah. solid. So it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's hard. It's hard because it's like, this is something that I want to look forward to putting on. I yeah. want to look forward to wearing, and I know it's going to last me a long time, and I don't got to worry about the crotch blowing out of it, right. you know, bending down to do whatever. I want that deer, when, 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 I, when I give it a, and it stops and looks up at me, I want it to go, damn, motherfucker, that? you look good. What is that? <laughs> so what, what is your price range? For that. My wife listens to this. <laughs> um, so Do you want me to answer? I don't have a price range. Whatever it whatever it needs to be. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't have a price range. I don't have a price range. Look, when we when we prepared to go out on that elk hunt, I didn't have any of the proper gear. We spent five grand on but hunting gear. A piece. To go hunting. <laughs> to go elk hunting. Yeah. But and we wanted stuff that we knew was going to last. Solid half of that was on clothing and boots. And because we were trekking in, we were carrying in, so it wasn't like we can go stay at the hotel. No, no we, we were going to freeze to death if we didn't. Yeah, prepare we were correctly. We were twenty four hours from someone getting us if we needed yeah. help. Yeah, and so we were prepared for rain, for very very cold, you know, snap blizzard type. Because yeah. we were in the mountains in, in Colorado, and you never there, there, it wasn't forecasted. But that stuff happens all the time. Where well, we didn't know what the forecast was when we planned the trip. Well, that's also very true. Yeah. So, you know, when you're months and months out, you look at what the averages are for that time of year, and you you kind of have to ballpark. Now, we we packed extra and we left stuff in the truck. That as as we got there, you know, the night before in the hotel room, we unpacked everything again and dialed everything in. Yeah. But still, we both wore flashlight for that. Yeah, we did. And yeah. you know what though? Yeah, 
if I, looking back on it, it sucked spending that much money, but there you could not put a price on going into the woods in that hunt, not having a single doubt or yep. worry about the gear we had. Like, and that's not a first light plug; it's just the quality of apparel it, we. And bought. it was just what we yeah. what what we happened to go with. We on got that, a sponsor on that on that trip. We we yeah, another story for another time. But of all the things we had to worry about and think about, what we were wearing was not one of them and staying warm staying warm none of that was a problem and that that helped us focus on not having a heart attack climbing up and down mountains yeah how many sets of gear do you own like i have all the first light stuff i have yeah a ton of the sitka stuff the um i just started i fell in love with the new under armor pattern yeah it's a good pattern I like it too. It's hard, man. It's like, I, 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 where were we at? Where ooh, we, shiny, ooh, shiny. It's where were we at? We're at Bass Pro in Tennessee. It's a Bass Pro. No, oh, the, when we went that, duck hunting. No, this was this year. I don't know. Maybe it was with somebody else. No, that's right. Know. It was when I drove. Me, you, you weren't. You were in Louisiana. Louisiana oh, on the way I up to uh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, pulled it. Went to Bass Pro. Yeah, and I, I'm standing there looking at. It, I'm going. Don't need it, but I do need really thin gloves. <laughs> and they had these thin gloves, and I was like. You know, what if it gets cold? I might need a nice beanie. And I was like, match the gloves. You know, why not? I was like, yeah, stupid. I'm going to look not having a shirt that matches that matches the gloves and a hat. Yeah, you're going to look. And so, then at that point, so dumb. Pants, jacket. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. So the only the only like name brand line set that I have, like top to bottom, I have like one of everything is the first light stuff. Yeah. And I have a vest, a jacket, a puffy jacket. I have pants. That puffy jacket is money. I wish I had bought that. Yeah, I have pants. Did and... you get the brush pants? I can't remember. No, 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 no. I yeah, got. I got the brush pants. Yeah, I got the. Um, what are they called? There's a name for them. They're like they're 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 their most popular set of pants. Yeah. Uh, but I got those pants because they're thick enough to be warm down to like maybe sixty to fifty five degrees without anything else on, and then you can just throw some waffle like thermal pants under there and you're good down to like 40 degrees. Yeah. The waffles of money. Yeah. So I got those gloves, hat. Trying to think. Oh, and a, and a couple of different layers. Like I have some t-shirts, a thinner, uh, Merino wool pullover and a thicker Merino. So between all that, I can layer and hunt from August to December without any, without changing anything up. And then I have other sets of other patterns for different things. Like I have different patterns for duck hunting. I have different patterns for turkey season. And those are not first light. It's different gear, mostly mismatched stuff. It wasn't until that, that elk hunt that I invested in like a really expensive, good set of, of gear. I think we both were kind of on that on that field. And I still wear – sometimes like I'm an all-black. Like I will wear camo – like whatever camo pants and a black hoodie Yeah, still. I mean it's – that's my favorite. Like when I, whenever I hunt in the box blind or in a ground blind, yeah, I love. I'll, I'll treat my clothes for scent. I'll just wear jeans and a hoodie. Like that's I, why I bought that River Brothers, the black one, because for blind yeah. hunting, even though I don't yeah. hunt in blinds. But I'm getting ready to buy one because my my daughter is driving me crazy every day. We go hunting today. She and, wants to go, and when I say no, she starts crying. So Sick. I'm like, I guess I got to buy a new a ground blind because the ground blind I had, I I left out in the woods and it was like a cheap hundred dollar thing and fell apart. So. I had a, all right, yesterday, I used to work with, this, I actually hired this guy like four years ago, maybe. Oh, yeah. um, and I hired him as an IT, like to run kind of the back end of the, the contracting company I was working for to run 
because I was doing all the computer migration and the domain control, all that stuff. And I remember so, this. Yeah, so I hired this guy to do that, and he had, he had a degree from Clemson and was like, he's smart, he's local, blah, mm-hmm. blah, I liked him. So I hired him, and then I changed companies. And so he ended up getting moved up while I was gone. I was like, I told him, like, the path to take to get to like, kind, of, yeah. kind of what we do. And so he did that. And so now he works, you know, where I work. And I was talking the other day, and I came in there, and Marshall, Andy's brother, he mm-hmm. works in there as well. And uh, he was like, did you tell him Matt yet? I was like, tell me what. Yeah. And he was like, sit down. And I was like, <laughs> so I was really excited. So I sat down. I was like, what's up? And he was like, I killed my first deer last weekend. What? That's cool. I was like, that's awesome, man. I was like, what did you get? And he was like, it was just a doe. And I was like, don't just a doe don't me. Just, yeah, don't but just anything. I was like, tell me how it went. And he was like, so it's his dad's property. And his dad was like, yeah, there's deer down there. And so he just walked down there and sat down. And a bunch of doe came out, and he shot He shot one and missed. And then shot another one and missed. I'm like, how are you missing? You didn't practice? Because he, he goes to a range and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, well, their heads are just so small. I was like, don't shoot him in the damn head. And so I showed him, like, where the lungs and the heart, like, aim for behind the shoulder. And he was like, I didn't know any of that. And I was like, dude, sit, you sit down. So I sat down, and I showed him on X Maps. I was like, for $14 a year, you can get one state for South Carolina, and it'll show you the public lands where you can go public land hunting, which is free. Yeah. We are all public land owners. It shows you easements through private property, how to get to the public land. That blind that you can see 360 yeah. is $289. Yep. I was like, that blind, get that. And you already have a weapon. And I told him about nose jammer. I was like, get you some nose jammer. And all you do is spray yourself down with nose jammer, go out there, find a deer trail, walk the deer trail till you can't go any further. It's so thick. Walk 20 feet back, set that blind up, sit in there and wait because a deer will come out and you shoot him when it comes out. And he was like, that's it? Like, no. But it's a good <laughs> so start. A lot more to it, but that'll yeah. get you started. That'll get you, you'll figure it out. Because I was like, they're going to circle around. They're going to smell you. Right. Some days they won't smell you. I was like, you know, you got to play with it. Better yet, if you're if you're anything like he, he probably is, if you hired him, he's taking everything you just said. He's going to go Google it all, and he's going to go down his own rabbit holes, and yeah. he will figure out He'll his figure own ways out. of doing it. It's, but I gave him the tools on how to do it. Yeah. And it's just awesome to see because he's super pumped about, yeah. uh, it's kind of late now, but like, he's not going to buy a blind and do all that stuff this year. But he was already. He already told me he was like, "Hey, uh, I think February a lot of stuff will go on sale." And yeah. he's like, "I'll shoot you an email when it does." Because I told him I'd, I would buy a blind. Yeah. So th- 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 those are the blinds I'm looking for. Like this, yeah. this, you know, th- this holiday season, checking out sales yep. and stuff. I'm looking for one of those blinds. I used to not care. Like I don't need that. But now that I have Dude. little kids that want to come in the blind, for them to be able to look around and see around us, it's going to be. It's gonna How be many money. times have you been in a blind and heard something? Been like. Can't see what it is. Yeah, I wish or, I could look behind me. Or you've been sitting for hours and you're like, all right, I'm just going to move just this one yep. time. And then you, you do come it. Out it's and like, it blows. Ksh, ksh, yeah. ksh. It's like, God. If you've never seen those blinds, you got to do it. They're super cool. Yeah. All right. Um, we had another segment idea that we wanted to do, and it was fact of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So we were going to do, like, I don't know, actually figure out a fact. I don't know. But well, we may do that we eventually. We'll find interesting facts about whiskey or white yeah. tails or just anything in general. Or just something we want to tell you. Yeah. Like, like bathroom thoughts. Shower thoughts. <laughs> but for this episode, just because we're trying it out, we want to see how we like it, we are going to just go to mentalfloss.com. They have an amazing fact generator, and we're going to click more facts. This is the fact of the week. In 1953, it took 27 hours to create one Peeps Marshmallow Chick. 27 hours? 27 hours. Today, the same process takes just six minutes. Gross. I don't like Peeps. Let's do another one. 
a con <laughs> no. <laughs> Who facts checks these? People didn't always say hello when they answered the phone. When the first regular phone service was established in 1878, Alexander Graham Bell suggested answering the phone with ahoy. Ahoy. Ahoy, which is now how I will answer, the phone, answer the phone that way for the rest on. of forever. All right. Ahoy, oh. disgust speaking. Ahoy. I can't wait to do that. I almost, I wish somebody would call me right now. Oh, dude, well, if we get telemarketer calls on the podcast, we're going to answer them ahoy and see what happens. All right. All right. Next piece. Now, before we do the next segment, we have a. It's <laughs> the last time we did it. <laughs> New products. <laughs> You're holding two of them. Two sorry. of them. Yeah, we had two new products. So these were we have turkey calls, butt grunt tubes, and then um, we were going to stay away from the duck call thing, but Jacob really wanted to do it. So we said, why not? So these are made out of buffalo trace lids. And so we have two. They're up on the site now. I don't have a price for you right now because I, I got to look and see what they are, but we also have to price everything above. Like we still have to make money after the 20% off for a code podcast. So <laughs> whatever the profit we decide plus 20% will be what they'll be priced at. So right. you can use code tw- podcast, get 20% off. Um, otherwise what's the point if we don't make money on it? So these are the two calls. So I'm going to, I'm not a master duck caller, but I do know that mallards do like a, well, hold on. Let's, let's just, let's just YouTube what a mallard sounds like. So I can get the cadence. Okay. So this is, I guess, what a mallard sounds like. Okay, I can definitely make that sound. I don't know. Something like that. That's what a mallard sounds like. A mallard in a parade. And then, you probably know better than I do. Oh, no, you did great. <laughs> yeah, you do own duck calls. No, it's okay. You, you do it. No. Show me up. I'm not very good at it either. Yeah, it's way better than I, I'm I not did. good at it. It's, uh, I've only ever really used wood duck calls. Mallard calls, you're supposed to, it's supposed to come from the like diaphragm. Your, your belly and your diaphragm, oh, and you're, you're like vibrating almost from your chest. It's weird. Not uh, to do like Andrew a, Spear. He's really good at calling right. ducks, and he's tried to explain it to me, and I've just not had enough time with the with call in my So hand. you know who else is really good? Mm-mm. Caleb Hemrick. Oh, yeah? Really? Patri- oh, I bet Patreon yeah. member. Yep. Uh, another thing, we're not fancy or anything, but typically we just pay somebody to call our ducks. Yeah, we just go on. <laughs> we just go. <laughs> I can do it better in my mouth. And so this is our uh, Great call. wood duck. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that's pretty close. Yeah, that's. I mean, I've heard wood ducks many times, and I think that's pretty much yeah. the sound they make. So those, those are available. We're probably going to do one for one price, one for the other, and then we'll have a package deal. I'm going to guess. I guess that's how we do it. Yep. And so, and then um, we'll also be adding on as a package deal uh, duck calling lessons from us. From us. Yep. And we'll get right on that. <laughs> so next thing I want to talk about was I went and picked up bitter milk because um, we sold out over the weekend again. And uh, so I went and got more, and I went to them and our. Buttermilk rep guy, huge hunter. So as I'm, he's from West Virginia. Yep. And so I was talking to him, and I was like, he was like, he's like, what you lay down so far this year? I was like, nothing, man. I haven't, I haven't had time to be, really be in the woods. And he was like, me too. He's like, have you seen all of these pos- potential 
world records that have been coming out. Yeah, all over the like, country. Do tell. And he's like, in West Virginia, the world record was set in 1985 or six. Yeah. There's three this year that they think may beat it. Yep. Like, I guess they got to go, like, through full. They got to go through all kinds yeah. of, um, well, that's, yeah, they got to go through weeks of yeah. measure it now, and they wait and measure it again. Yeah, and shrinks and all that. But he, he was showing me pictures of it. Yeah. And, like, I've, I didn't even know deer could do that. Yeah. Massively huge. What have you seen? Did you hear about the, uh, there was another one in uh, Wisconsin that was like almost, it was almost 400 pound deer. Whitetail? Almost, I think it was, uh, I, I want to say it was a 10 or 12 point. Turns out it was a fucking elk that some <laughs> idiot shot on opening day. Shot an elk? Yes. Thinking it was a whitetail deer? Yeah. They don't even look the same. Not even it's a little. brown has got antlers. Not, re- not even a little bit. Um <laughs> I can't even look at the article without. How laughing. much trouble do you get? Like if they're like, because they always say that ignorance is not does not mean innocence. Yeah, it's the fourth straight year in which at least one elk has been killed illegally uh, by a gun deer hunter. Um, the Orange Army man, they're coming out on one occasion in 2019. A 41 year old uh, Mukwanago woman. I'm sorry if you're from Wisconsin and I can't pronounce these cities or. I, Killed two bulls within minutes of her of each other on a private property. Could you imagine being out whitetail hunting? You're like, holy shit, a herd. And you just lay down and start laying waste to this herd of whitetail. It just blows my mind that someone's out there hunting that does not, is not able to discern the difference between an elk and a deer. I will give people a pass on a mule deer and a whitetail deer. All day. I will give you a pass. Sure. Now, I think you're an idiot, but I will give you a pass. But if you shoot an elk. Thinking it's a deer, mm-hmm. especially a white-tailed deer? Yeah. Uh, I did read another story, and I forget which state it came out of, and I don't have it pulled up, but there was another state in which a guy shot a elk on opening day, and in that state, with some weird rule, it was it's legal. For opening day elk? No. It was, uh, he killed an elk, and it was able to do so with his deer tag somehow. I remember seeing the article and not understanding. It's an antlered bovine species. I guess. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? So, so here, here's like, I just think like, here, here, like I, I imagine a scenario where I take a buddy hunting for the first time and he calls me freaking out like he's just super pumped and I'm pumped for him. That he shot at a buck and he's talking about how big it is. And so I you know, get out of my stand and I hike up for him, bring him with him and go to meet him. And he takes me 150 yards down to where it's at. And we I'm excited for him, and I'm asking about it. And he's describing some things that don't add up quite right, but he's a new hunter. Like 35 points on this thing. I'm like, it was a t- 12 seems, points on each side. That seems odd. And then we crest the ridge, and we go right over into the little creek bed where it fell, and there lies a 300-pound elk. And it's not at all the deer. And now I have to call DNR. And you ever seen 14-inch tines? <laughs> this, this elk was nuts. The main beams are six inches around or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was pretty funny. I cannot. I mean, but it, I guess I'm not super surprised, really, that it happens. No, nothing surprising me anymore. To be honest with you, it's just unbelievable. But it has been to, to your original point, though. The number of posts I see, whether it's on on social media and other places, of potential, you know, state record, you know, 
world record, whatever the case is. There's been a lot of them this year. Do you know what else I wonder, too, is if we're just at that point in time now where it's common to share your kill? Could be. And if maybe people didn't know that they had a potential world record. And, and there's a, there's been several conversations I've listened to in other podcasts uh, that folks have had that argument of, you know, oh, really? all the what about all the ones that— yeah. That we don't know about, you know, back before that stuff was reported, back when great-great-grandpa killed yeah. deer because he had to, because they had to eat. That and would make sense why there was a gap between, like, someone found out, and I bet you that's, because I know that the, the the West Virginia guy, I think he holds, like, three state world records. Yeah. So I'm guessing he probably just traveled from state to state and sure. killed the biggest, and it was just recorded it. And then yeah. from 85 to now, nobody realized that there's, like, There's also been a clout. Uh, an uptick in, I think I looked it up the other day. Last year there was a 5%, about an average 5% increase in uh, hunting license sales. Uh, they People are contributing it to COVID and people not having much else to do. That's good because all I ever hear is that hunting is in the decline. Well, and it has been in almost a yearly decline on average since the 80s. And so Mm -hmm. this last year was the first time there's been, I think, a fairly large uptick. So uh, if you are a conservationist, if you like like animals or you're a vegan and you love your animals, think a hunter because there's an 11% excise tax that goes on all ammunition, firearms, and hunting and camping, I think camping equipment, but hunting and fishing equipment that helps subsidize and pay for conservation programs across the country. So yeah, you're welcome. Hunters definitely do more for that being said, not the hunter that killed this elk. <laughs> they could have, not that hunter, that guy's an but asshole. regular hunters. They, <laughs> yeah. Asshole would be a correct term. Like I didn't know any better. Now you're an asshole. Yeah. You should have been out there by yourself. Ignorance is not an excuse. And that should be a lesson to you too. If you're taking somebody hunting, make sure they know what they're doing because it, yeah, simple picture comparison go a long way. Yeah. I mean, that's basic kindergarten stuff. I mean, you should definitely. I mean, again, I'll give you the, I mean, if you look at a mule deer and you're like, that is the biggest white-tailed deer I've ever seen, <laughs> like, that's because it's a mule deer. But if you look at an elk and think that's the biggest deer you've ever seen, you're an idiot. You're not wrong. <laughs> simple. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut this a little short. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We got an episode with Dom Gatto yeah. for his uh, his podcast, Shows and Shells, which you can check out there. We will not be cross-posting. We may clip a couple pieces. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah. All right. Good episode. Until. Um, Don't drink what we drank. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you next week, y'all. Later. Hit that button.